0: Lord, saints, amen. This is Bishop Miller with you once again. Hallelujah. Elijah Ministries, amen. Tonight, tonight, our subject matter, amen, will be in four parts. This is part one. Being a godly man in an ungodly world. Being a godly man in an ungodly world. I'm going to open up the scripture from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17, where I will be starting that. Again, I want to say welcome to all that is watching. This is a pre-recorded video. This is not live. Amen. But please leave your comments, uh, your concerns, your questions uh, at the end of this. As always, we want to encourage you, amen, to uh, come to Elijah Ministries. Our website is back online and do some updating and things and we're back online, um, uh, promoting press content, amen. new content, and hopefully you will read, here. watch something, amen. Um, we have podcasts, we have uh, videos, amen. Live, even though this is recorded normally, we do it live, amen. I mean, we're praying for you. You know, we're praying for our nation, we're praying for our families. And I submit to you that if the family is broken as it is in our country, that is the biblical um, foundation that God said man, woman, children. For this cause, a man shall leave his mother and father and find him a wife. And the two shall become one. Hallelujah. That is broken in America. And so we're going to spend the next few weeks, next three weeks after this, discussing what is a godly man. How does that affect our, our families, our culture, our nation? And what do we need to do to strengthen the godly men that we have? Amen. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 4. Amen. Um, pick it up in verse 17. And the word of God says, In the Lord's name I tell you this do not continue living like those who do not. Believe. The their thoughts are worth nothing. They do not understand and they know nothing because they refuse to listen. So they cannot have the life that God gives. Amen. They have lost all feeling of shame and they use their lives for doing evil. They continually want to do all kinds of evil, but what you learned in Christ was not like this. Come on, somebody. I know that you heard about him, and you are in him. Amen. This is Paul writing to the church in uh, Ephesus. Amen. He's writing to the Ephesian church. Amen. He says, you were taught to leave your old self to stop living the evil way you lived before. Let me stop right there. Amen. Not just the man of God, but every person, amen, that has accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, As it says here, amen, and throughout the scriptures, amen, it says, amen, you were taught to leave your old self. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. This old self becomes worse because people are fooled by the evil things they want to do. This old self becomes worse because you can't Amen. You, you, you're being fooled and the evilness that you're doing, amen, that you're continually more and more becoming more corrupted in your thoughts and your actions and your life and your spirit. Verse 23, but you were taught to be made new in your hearts. Come on. To become a new person. That new person is made to be like God. Here we go. Made to be truly good and Oh, hallelujah. The role of a Christian man in today's society, Hallelujah. It, I'm sure we will say that it's marred, it's mixed up, it's con, con, confused, it's congested. Amen. By all the secular bo- points of view, Amen. That have been, in, we have been inundated with. But I tell you, amen, that being a man of God, hallelujah, being a godly man, is not about being the mindless, macho man. You Remember the song, macho, macho man, I want to be a macho man. You know, it's not about that. It's not about knocking heads and taking names, amen. It's not about being the most impressive, amen, womanizer, woman on this arm, woman on that arm, and all those type of things nor does it have anything nor does it have anything to do with how much money you make. Outrageous lifestyle that you can live. But I submit to you that many Christian men live a split lifestyle. Not just men, but Christians in general. Many that call themselves Christian. Amen. They live is split. Lockdown. They're double-minded. And even though, and I'm talking about men specifically, even though they are open about their faith, that is men, hallelujah, when asked, they, 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 they try to live according to God's word, amen, day by day. They try to do that. But in reality, amen, they separate God from their lives. Mm-hmm. Using God when they need him, Amen. And leaving him out when he is not convenient. Being a godly man is not equal to living a perfect life. Mm -hmm. But it is striving to live as Christ-like as humanly possible. Let me say that again. Being a godly man is not talking about being perfect. The only perfect man, amen, was Jesus Christ himself. But being godly is not only not equal to living a perfect life, but it is living, striving to live as Christ like as possible. The Bible instructs us on how we should behave as Christians. It is in its simplest form. Being a godly man is simple in theory. We can all say, we can quote scriptures for it, amen. But it is, we have to admit, a challenging practice. Amen. It is something that we have to do daily. That is pray, that is seek the face of God. That's for the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide us, to empower us, to give us discernment. Amen. In order to be the Godly man, God has called us to be. When we look in the scriptures, amen, we, we find amen. Those the apostles. We see an example of godliness in them. They they were transformed, amen, by the renewing of their minds mm-hmm. to the likeness of Jesus Christ. I'm saying that again. They were transformed by the renewing of their minds into Amen, the likeness of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. See, they have the luxury of being being able to walk with the Lord daily, hallelujah, to sleep and eat, hallelujah, daily with the Lord, hallelujah. But we have the word right here with us. We renew our minds, amen, by reading the word, and Jesus will show up in us just like he showed up for them, hallelujah. But we have to change, as my bishop used to say back in the day, amen, Bishop Courtney, amen, we have to change our stinking thinking. Come on now. Christian men, hallelujah. Young or old, hallelujah. It's about being godly. Hallelujah. By taking on the likeness of Jesus Christ. It's living a life, amen, that is consistent with the integrity of the word of God. To be a godly man is to live according to what the Bible constitutes, amen, is. And that man, when he follows this word of God, will be a man of God. Come on now. Hallelujah. Young or old makes no difference. Our purpose is focused on glorifying God. That's what our focus ought to be, brothers. On glorifying God. In all our aspects, on our jobs, in our homes, with our families, when we're out and about, glorifying God. So that these young people that we see today running them up, acting the fool, amen, that when they see the man of God, hopefully it will cause them to stop, to take notice, amen, and wonder to themselves, what manner of man is that? That he's not acting like them, he's not talking like them, he's not doing like them, hallelujah. The Bible is the perfect manual, the perfect, amen, guidance, amen, to help us to become the men of God that he's called us to be, to give us the strength, amen, to to encourage us, amen, to empower us, amen, to be a godly man in this ungodly world. Because it's easy to be an ungodly man in this ungodly world. We don't... We don't even have to go into it, hallelujah. All we have to do, amen, is acknowledge, amen, that everywhere you turn, if they're telling you to be a man, hallelujah, they're telling you to be a womanizer, to be an abuser, amen, to be a fusser and a cusser and drinker and all those things. And if they're not telling you that, they're telling you that you got toxic toxic masculinity. I have no idea what that means. And if I did know what I mean, what it means when they say it. I know I I understand, I believe, but I don't receive that. Because all they're trying to do is the scheme of the enemy, amen, is amen to dilute what God has called a man to be. That's all they're trying to do. That's all demonic. Amen, we know it's demonic when when they're telling you, you, they they went so far, amen, they're going to our schools and going into our our daycares and they're telling the young little boys, amen, hallelujah, that they're really little girls. And they tell the little girls, amen, that they're really little boys. But I come by to tell you, amen, that when a man of God stands up, hallelujah, in the spirit, amen, and begins to pray and to seek the face of God, hallelujah, you will see a change. Come on, somebody. a good place to say amen. It's a good place to say uh, I agree when you make your comment. That's a good place to say amen. That's the kind of man I want to be. I want to be a man of God that will stand up in this ungodly world, hallelujah, and say thus saith the word of God. I'm going to live like Christ called me to live. I'm going to talk like Christ calls me to live to, to talk, amen, I'm going to work hard, I'm going to provide for my family, amen, I'm not going to run around and sleep with this one or that one and all those type of things, amen, I'm not going to be a drunkard, hallelujah, but I'm going to be a man of integrity to the word of God, there will be a difference when you see this man of God, hallelujah, now, when I say this, I'm, I'm referring to you, when, when, when you walk in the integrity of the word, there's going to be a difference. When you walk into the room, there's going to be an atmosphere of change, amen, because you're not walking in alone. You're walking in with the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, amen, that God created man in his own image. And if we are in his image, then that means, amen, we are to share his likeness. Come on now. Hear me now. A character. Mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't a weak man. He wasn't a feminine man either. Hallelujah. But he was a godly man. Hallelujah. A man after God's own heart. Hallelujah. Reflecting the goodness of his character, (laughs) the character of God the Father, we should be reflecting the character of Jesus Christ our Lord. Come on now. So what does a Christ-like man of God, a servant of the Most High, hallelujah, look like in today's society? Mm-hmm. So the first question I need to present to you, I need to ask you, are you ready to grow up? See, we're not talking about being a boy of God. We're not talking about just being a child of God that has been born into the kingdom, but we're talking about being a man of God. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. Mm I understood like a child. I thought like a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. If you're going to be a man of God, you got to grow up You you got to grow up, I mean, you got to put your pants up, hallelujah, put your belt on, hallelujah, put some shoes on your feet, praise God, button up your shirt, hallelujah, pick up your word, which is your sword, hallelujah, learn to fall down on your knees and seek the face of God, when you grow up, come on now, hallelujah. You put away childish things, childish mentalities, childish thoughts, childish words. Mm-hmm. You have to understand, amen, I that the Bible teaches us that there is a spiritual, mm-hmm, spiritual honor to everything, amen, in this world. It's time to grow up. main priorities of the man of God. There's a lot, but these are the four that I'm going to pro- focus on. And our first one in our broadcast tonight, in my teaching tonight, amen, is being a servant to God. If you're going to be a man of God, amen, uh, 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 a man of the God's own heart, hallelujah, amen, then you're going to have to be a servant to God. Oh Lord, surely I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your handmaid. You have loosed my bonds. Psalms 116, 16. The Bible describes leaders like Caleb, Joshua, Samson. Amen. All of these mighty men his servants of the Lord. David, Solomon, Hezekiah, they were kings. But also they were called the Lord's servants. Prophets, such as Elijah and Jonah and Isaiah. Amen. They were called servants of the Lord. Even the Lord, excuse me, for even the Son of Man, Hallelujah, did not come to be served, Amen, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mark 1045. So what am I saying? Let me stop right there. What what am I saying? If the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah came to be a servant to set the example for us, then how much more so should we as men, hallelujah, be servants to others? Let me say that again. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the promised one, the Redeemer, hallelujah, came to be a servant. Therefore, how much more so should we also be servants? Remember, we're supposed to take on the, the characteristics, amen, the character, Of Jesus Christ. Be a man after God's own heart. If the prophets can be servants and if the kings can be servants, then why can't we? To be a godly man in this world, we have to first learn to serve. Hallelujah. True servantship and true leadership, true manhood is best shown. By servanthood, and the greatest leader of all time, Jesus Christ, was a servant. And understand, servanthood, amen. It's an attitude. It's a mindset. So you got to be willing to serve, hallelujah. And because you know, we we know some folks, amen, that 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 take on a task. They don't really want to do it. They don't really want to serve. And you can see it in their actions. You can see it in their attitude. You can see it in the way they go about doing what they're supposed to be doing. But when you see a real servant of God, hallelujah, someone that really wants to serve the Lord God Almighty, they do it with a smile. They do it with gladness of heart. Hallelujah. And many times, amen, they can't wait to go serve the Lord. They're looking for an opportunity to serve the Lord. And so, men of God, we need to look, hallelujah, for opportunity, starting in our home to serve our wives, to serve our children. And, yes, there are many ways that we already do that. I'm going to address that later on in later broadcasts, not tonight. But there are ways, amen, that we already do that. But we need to be looking, praise God, to serve in our churches. Too many women are standing up serving in place of men. Nothing wrong with women serving. They need to serve, too. But, men, where are you? The basketball game is not important. The football game is not that important. Watching the car is not that important. Hallelujah. It's time to get down to the business of serving God. It's time to get down to the business of saying, yes, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Hallelujah. Talking about serving. Bible says of Christ, it says, who thought he was in the form of, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God as a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant. Philippians 2, 6 and 7. This is the first step in becoming a successful servant. You must have the mentality that says, my purpose on this earth is to serve God. Come on now. My purpose on this earth is to serve God. You must realize that God is in charge. You must realize that your position, my position in life is a position of servanthood. You must change your way of thinking from the me-centered mentality. Amen. Thinking to him-centered mentality. Him sinner thinking. Him being Jesus Christ. Him being God the Father. Everything that happens in the world is not about you, not about me. You know this. the someone says, it's not about us. You are here. I am here. We're all here to serve God. And not the other way around. Amen. Sometimes we treat God like he will used to be referred to in days past, amen, as a sugar daddy. A sugar daddy was someone that you went to, amen, hallelujah, that gave you everything that you wanted, amen, hallelujah, you know, all the good things that you considered in life and so on and so forth. But it didn't come without a cost, let me just say that. But that's not what we're teaching about tonight. But what we need to understand that God is not a sugar daddy. God is the most on high, hallelujah. He is the one, amen, creator, creator of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. He's the Deliverer. Amen. He is Hallelujah. Jehovah Shammah. Hallelujah. He is Yahweh. He is El Shaddai. Amen. He is Jehovah Shalom. Hallelujah. We're talking about God Almighty. He's not a sugar daddy. Amen. He is Jehovah Hattiskanu. Amen. He is Jehovah. Oh, my Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Jehovah Rock Come on now. But he's not a sugar daddy. The savior of your soul and my soul. Hallelujah. He is a deliverer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's a comforter. Amen. To the weary. Hallelujah. He's a father to the fatherless. He's a mother to the motherless. My Lord. We got to change our way of thinking. Hallelujah. We got to become, Amen, servants to the Most High God. Paul said it like this: I have made myself a servant to all that I might win more of them. First Corinthians nine nineteen. What did he mean? Hallelujah. For Paul, it meant sometimes, Amen, he abstained from certain foods. Amen. and drinks, he refused financial support. Amen. From those that he was serving, hallelujah. He cooked his own. He cooked with his own hands. He provided for himself. The Bible tells us, tells Amen, that he was a tent maker. And sometimes he went hungry. Amen. Sometimes he dressed poorly. Amen. In other words, Amen. Sometimes he was beaten. Hallelujah. He was homeless. He endured disrespect inside and outside. Let me say it. The church servant of God is someone that has seriously studied the Word of God. You can't you can't be a servant of God if you don't know who God is. And the way we find out who God is, Amen, is by opening this Word and reading it, praying over it, and asking God to give us wisdom and understanding, so that we don't want to come up with our own interpretation. It gets gets lost in the sauce out there somewhere in this ungodly world. God, a servant of God is someone that studies the word. Knows how to apply that word in any given situation. He is somebody that is approved of God. We're talking about being a, a servant of God, a man of God. A servant of God is not moved by any false amen or doctrines. A servant of God, amen, is strong and deeply rooted in the word of God. A servant of God is someone that continues to grow in knowledge of the word itself. We can never feel that we got it all. Now, now I understand, Lord, I, I, I'm sure got it now. Even Paul said, with all the knowledge that he had, probably next in line, if he hadn't given us life to Christ, amen, with. Was in the line at least, amen, become the next high priest over Israel, hallelujah. Studied at the feet of Gamaliel, my Lord. Could quote scripture upside down, left side, right, and all kind of, could write in all kinds of multiple languages, amen. But when he became a child of a king, when he became a servant of the Lord, when he became a man of God, he said he counted all that he knew before then, amen, as dumb. it it was worthless, hallelujah it it didn't have any meaning and it didn't have any power it wasn't until he got a relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ it wasn't until he became a man of God that he realized that that he understood truly the power of the word servant of God is free to act the bounds of God. True son of God must be faithful. Must be a faithful person. To participate and practice, amen, in the spiritual disciplines. Such as praying, hallelujah. Studying the word, attending church, singing, and worshiping God. Hallelujah. Meditating, journaling, hallelujah. Here, I I, I got my journal here with me, amen. Hallelujah. It's given to me as a Father's Day present. But I got I got my journal right here. Hallelujah. Amen. A man of God, hallelujah, enjoys being in the presence of God. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm telling you, Amen. It's nothing like being in the presence of the Father. Hallelujah, and 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 sometimes in the church setting, Hallelujah, man. Sometimes it's just sitting here on my recliner by myself, reading my word, praying, singing songs to the Lord. My wife gets on me sometimes; she laughs at me because I just start making words up. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to get loud there. <laughs> but you know, when you feel the presence of the Father, there's a peace that comes over you. There is an assurance. That supports you. That no matter what's going on around you, everything is gonna be alright. Talking about being a godly man in this ungodly world, we have to be a servant of the most high God. A servant of God is someone that is trustworthy, and to get the can amen be. The, be dependent on by God and man. How my sheep? What Being a servant of the Most High God—that's our first step in being a man of God, a godly man. We have to learn to serve, and the first call to serve isn't to our job, not to our wife, not to our family. But to God Himself. Because if we can't submit and serve Him, how are we going to submit and serve others around us? My brothers and sisters, the world is in need of some godly men more. Our families are in need of godly men, our churches are in need of godly men, our nation is in need for some godly men. Why not you and I? Why don't we step up to the plate? Become the man of God that the Lord has called us to be. Our first step in being that man of God, that godly man in this ungodly world is first learning to serve. Hope and pray that you got something out of this. Amen. Uh, Next week, Lord willing, amen. We'll come back, part two. We'll be talking about the spiritual, being being the spiritual leader in our homes. Amen. Being the spiritual leader in our homes. If you're listening to me right now, hallelujah under the sound of my voice and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I pray, man, that if you will pray this prayer with me, Hallelujah, that you will that you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Hallelujah. Very simple prayer, man, but you have to all you have to have is sincerity in your prayer. Hallelujah. Anyone's out there right now, and you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, say this prayer with me, Father. I call upon the name of Jesus. I submit myself. Say your name. I confess that I am a sinner in need of salvation. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of Man. Hallelujah. The Son of God. That He died on the cross, rose on the third day. Hallelujah. And is now seated at the right hand of the Father. I believe, amen, that shedding of His blood, amen, if I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, will cover me, holiday, and I too shall be saved. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me, for delivering me, for healing me. Now help me, Lord, to become the man of God or the woman of God that you call me to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If that was your prayer, and you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Amen. Leave us a comment, Amen. Uh, uh, send me a, a go to our website elisha ministries.net hallelujah and let us know amen go to the contact page and and just write a little verb about what the lord has done for you amen and if you're looking for a church home let us know amen where you reside and what area you live we will do our best to assist you uh to point you to some strong bible believing churches there amen that you can grow and become the man or woman of god the lord has called you to be i thank you for being with